the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders as we are now post-district tournaments for teams across the UC and we begin preparations for the region tournaments. They will begin on Friday night, 7 p.m. local time, right? So I don't believe that we have any teams heading into the Eastern time zone, uh, but if for some reason your favorite team is going to be in the Eastern time zone, it is 7 local time, so it would be 6 central, but I believe everybody in central, so 7 p.m., Friday night, we will begin region tournament play on the girls' side. We will have boys' region tournament play uh, on Saturday evening at 7 p.m. Again, local time. So, with that being said, this is going to be a very girls-centric show. We're going to do a whole lot of visiting with girls' head coaches from across the UC, mostly because Saturday morning we can spend a whole lot of time talking not just about results from the night before, but obviously previewing a lot of those boys' games coming up on Saturday evening. So, going to talk with several girls' coaches. We are going to have at least one boys' coach. Rodney Pyle confirmed he will be on the program because we got to talk to him about this upset loss to Jackson County in their district tournament championship. In fact, when we come back, how about we just start right there with head coach Rodney Pyle from York Institute, the Dragons, coming up on the high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, welcome back inside the high school playbook. Colin Castleberry with you as always, and as I said in segment one, let's say we start in Jamestown with head coach Rodney Pyle and the Dragons of York Institute, who fell in an upset loss to Jackson County. They had uh, gone 8-0 in district in the regular season. They had, of course, won their district semifinal over Monterey. But Jackson County, on their home floor, mind you, was able to come up with a big win to take home the District 5 AA Championship. Head coach Rodney O'Pyle now joining the program. Uh, coach Pyle, I want to go back to just over a, a week ago now. You guys had finished up the regular season. You were heading into a game against Monterey in a semifinal. First and foremost, what was that week leading up to the district tournament like for you guys? Uh, was it kind of a benefit? Do you sort of wish you'd had a game maybe on like Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, or, or what were you guys doing over that week to kind of get rested and get prepped? Yeah, we played uh, played Smith County on that Friday before uh, in a away game, played them at their place. Uh, tough environment, so I was really glad for that because it uh, hopefully it, you know toughened us up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I would like to have had another game because uh, again that week off. Anytime you take more than three or four days off, it just seems like it hurts you a little bit. Sometimes you need the extra rest, and sometimes you need to. Just to keep playing a little bit to stay in that, uh, if, you know, because again, you get the regular season, uh, for the most part, you get used to playing two, uh, two games a week and, uh, just kind of get into a little bit of a routine. And, uh, so that knocked us off a little bit, um, you know, being a week off, but, uh, we'd like to, I tried to find a game where we're two or three games short this year, but, uh, we tried to find a game, uh, for that Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday would have been fine. Uh, but uh, we couldn't find anything, so uh, we had to go with it. And so we tried to try. You, you know, you're trying to figure out what to do because you don't, you know, you don't want to get people, anybody hurt in practice. And uh, so you're trying to get a lot of shots in, trying to go over stuff, kind of five on zero and stuff like that. And um, so we just trying to mentally prepare ourselves to get ready to play uh, on Friday night against Monterey. 
Well, certainly you guys came out and uh, an 82-58 win over Monterey, who, of course, many people probably uh, you know found a surprise that it was Monterey on Friday night. Uh, what were you guys able to do against a Monterey team that, uh, again, I'm not saying you guys predicted anything, but many fans probably were, were surprised to see them in the semifinals. What were you guys able to do against the Wildcats to come out and get an 82-58 win? I mean, 82 points coming off a week off is something special. Yeah, we, um, of course, again, um, uh, we, we started the game off slow. Uh, of course, again, that week off might have hurt that a little bit. And of course, they had a game Tuesday with uh, with Watertown, the 4-5 game. And uh, so we came, I think, uh, I think we was down two points after the first quarter. Uh, we finally got it going there in the second quarter. Uh, they did a great job. You know, anytime you get in these tournament games, uh, you know, teams are going to throw something a little bit different at you that you've not seen or that they've not shown all year. And uh, so Monterey came out and they held the ball. They was very deliberate with the ball early in the game. And then uh, they come out and uh, and plays the box in the one. And uh, that kind of threw us off offensively. But we, we was able to get it going there in the second quarter and uh, had a good uh, second half and, and, and played well. And uh, so, again, that's, uh, you know, we, we were tickled with the win and, uh, happy to move on. Of course, that district semifinals becomes so important uh, because, again, you win that district semifinal game, you get to host the first round of the region game. Since that, uh, since we're satellite in that first round of the district game or the region game, you know, getting in that championship game of the district tournament is important because you'd rather, obviously, rather play at home and play on the road. You know, neither place guarantees the victory, but uh, you'd rather play at home. Well, yeah, you brought it up right there, and and so we'll go ahead and talk about it before we get into this championship game against Jackson County. What does it mean to get to stay home in Jamestown for the first round of the region? And and as you pointed out, it doesn't guarantee a win by any stretch, but uh, what does it kind of do for you guys to be able to to keep yourselves there at home for round one? Well, you know, you know, the most part, not not every time, but for the most part, you should shoot a lot better at your home. You should feel more comfortable. Uh, the backgrounds are very, you know, you're used to them. Hopefully, the other team's not. Uh, we're we're going to be hosting Liberty Creek here, and uh, so they've got a, you know, about a two and a half hour bus ride here, and then they've, uh, you know, got to figure out, if, you know, what time they're leaving, how early are they leaving, do they get in traffic, and all that good stuff. So we don't have to worry about any of that. We just got to show up. And be ready, to, you know, take care of our home court, and hopefully they, they hopefully they won't shoot it here as well as uh, as they would have at home, and uh, hopefully that gives us a good little advantage, and, and we can take advantage of that, and hopefully come out with a win. Well, you guys have that opportunity because you made it to the district championship game Tuesday night. You take on Jackson County, and. Well, Coach, as as is kind of what can happen this time of year, you can have an 8-0 district record in the regular season, a regular season district title, and, and have all these other accolades. And then this time of year, anything can happen. A 58-49 loss to Jackson County. What did the Blue Devils do uh, on their home floor, which probably benefited them, as you just pointed out, uh, that, that helped them walk away with that uh, nine-point victory? Well, you know, first of all, like I said, they're playing home, and there they've got they're going to have more fans there. It's, it doesn't it's not as far of a drive, and 
they had a great student body. We had a good student body as well there. Uh, so, but uh, but they just you know the, the energy inside the building was obviously tilted toward their way, and uh, so we had to try to overcome that. And we thought we we thought we had done the first quarter. We got down seven in the first. We came back, tied it up, uh, going into the second quarter. Uh, then the second quarter we scored four points. Uh, then in the uh, third quarter we scored five points, and we've not done that all year long. We've not done it in any one quarter, let alone two quarters. And uh, so, like we talked about with the Monterey game, we go from scoring eighty something to scoring forty something, and uh, so that's a big, big drop off. So, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, basketball, you know, everybody, everybody loves, and I preach it as well. You know, defense wins championships, but uh, uh, but you got to score the basket, and we just we. We struggled scoring the basket there in the second and third quarter, and that bit us. Uh, we tried to, we you know, we outscored them ten points in the fourth quarter, but uh, you know, just a little bit too late for that. And uh, so, uh, you know, we, we made a good little run there in the fourth, but uh, just too late and couldn't couldn't overcome it. And you know, you you actually you spend all your energy coming back, you know, trying to force turnovers, trying to battle, trying to push the ball to the floor, trying to get good looks, and then uh, you know, you just you know. Couldn't, you couldn't keep it going. So uh, Jackson County played great. Uh, they come out and and had a great uh, had a great great game plan. They threw us a few good different uh, wrinkles at us, and uh, that affected us. And uh, we just got to make sure we're ready to play next time. But uh, hopefully, we can learn from this, learn from our mistakes, and and get a little bit better, and uh, and hopefully uh, prove you know that we we can win these games. Head coach Rodney Pyle, York Institute Dragons, coming off of a, an upset loss to Jackson County in the district tournament. And, of course, now turning the corner and looking to take on Liberty Creek, host Liberty Creek on Saturday night at 7 p.m. And that is a massive game, not just for York, but a massive game for that region as a whole because Liberty Creek is the host of the region tournament and so not unlike the fact that york got upset in the champion in the championship by jackson county because jackson county was on their home floor a chance here for liberty creek to secure themselves a spot in a semifinal and possibly a championship for the region on their home floor and of course that could be a very distinct advantage. Rodney Pyle joins the program. When we come back, how about we just stay in Jamestown? We'll talk with head coach Michael Green, the Dragon Nets, who have been on a tear here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Back on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, and we're going to stay in Jamestown. We caught up with head coach Rodney Pyle in segment two. Now we stay and talk with Head coach Michael Green as the York Dragonettes have continued their red-hot run through the back half of the season and the district tournament. They are currently considered one of the top teams in 2A, and they do not look as if they're going to not live up to that expectation or uh, that standard. Coach Green joining us now. Coach, I want to go back to just before the district tournament. You guys obviously closed out the season with a uh, with an eight and zero record in district play, twenty two and five overall. What do you think that about week off did for you guys, though? Being able coming off of all of those kind of games in succession due to the weather to have that week off between being uh, at Smith County and having to start the district tournament in a semifinal. Well, it left that it uh, allowed us to 
get in some skill work and, uh, you know, try to play catch up from the nine day layoff that we had during the, during the snow time. Uh, but we just got to, you know, we got to work on some things then and, uh, you know, just basically we got to try to play catch up from where we'd been out for so long for those snow days. You guys came out in the district tournament. We start with that game against Jackson County, a 60-26 to win in a semifinal. That's a really good Lady Blue Devil team. Where did you guys find success so early? And certainly, uh, what does it mean to see this team playing at that level at this time of the year? Well, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, especially we're playing these teams, you know, two and three and uh, maybe, you know, even four times in a row. And it's kind of, you know, it's a little monotonous. You you get, uh, you know, you're getting a lot of different looks and you kind of, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit to see, uh, you know, offensively how you want to attack the type of defense that they're playing. Uh, but, you know, Jack, like you said, Jackson County's a really good team. And, uh, you know, for us to perform like we did uh, at this time of the season, that's what you want to see. You guys do the same thing nearly in the championship game uh, on Monday night, 41-36, uh, facing off with Smith County. Uh, first and foremost, just what does it mean after obviously going undefeated, bringing home the regular season title, what does it mean to see your team step up to the plate and keep that uh, sort of mindset and come home with the tournament title? As we saw a lot of other tournaments, your regular season champion isn't always uh, the team that wins the tournament. Yeah, well, you obviously want to, you know, win every game. But, uh, you know, to me, if you're playing for a championship, you know, that's uh, the whole regular season body of work that you've had is kind of pointless if you don't go ahead and, and win that championship that, you're, that you've that you been working for the whole time. That's what the regular season's all about. So, you know, we didn't win it uh, like we had wanted to as far as just, you know, cause as convincingly as you would like. But at the same time, at this time of the year, you know, the the key is just to win the game. Doesn't matter if it's one, but one point or 30. Uh, didn't shoot the ball well at all. Uh, struggled a little bit offensively. But, you know, knowing that we shot the ball as terrible as we did and to still still beat a team that you've faced for the third time and it's a very good team uh you know it says a lot about the the girls and how how much they wanted to battle and and win that game you guys haven't given up more than 40 points uh, or excuse me more than uh, 50 points in a ball game since way back when you played cookville in early january Uh, defensively here down the stretch and then especially obviously in these two district tournament games what have you guys been able to do on the defensive side of the ball uh, to kind of keep you in ball games and still get you some convincing wins in games where, as you just mentioned, you obviously don't necessarily have the offensive production uh, to to the point you'd like. Well, you know, ever since I've been here, when I, from day one, five years ago, you know, I, I stressed defense, defense, because I knew we were going to be uh, not as good offensively, and I knew that if we wanted to shot to to be a contender that I envision us being that, you know, it all started with defense and, you know, you may not be as skilled offensively, but if you can play great defense, you're, you're still going to be able to compete with teams. So, you know, this team, we're, we're not where we want to be defensively uh, just because, you know, the experience, uh, you know, with the freshmen and the sophomores, you know, a lot of times it takes a couple of years to get where we want you to be defensively. But anytime you can play uh, great defense, 
you're going to have a chance to play with anybody because uh, there's going to be nights when you don't play well offensively like we did, you know, in a championship game shooting, I think, low 30% efficiency field goal percentage. Uh, so if you don't play great defense, you're going to get beaten those games. And, you know, so we've been stressing the defense. We've been improving. But, you know, we're still not where we want to be, but we're getting there. Coach, I, I love that you never seem satisfied what is the emphasis now over the next couple of days for the Dragon Nets on offense, on defense? What is the thing you're putting an emphasis on over the next couple of days for the Dragon Nets? Well, we've got uh, today and tomorrow left before Friday. Friday or Thursday is going to be mainly, you know, getting a little, getting a few shots in, but, you know, basically trying to rest the legs. Uh, we went pretty hard yesterday. Plan on going a little harder today. Uh, but the biggest thing is going to be defense and offense as much as possible. Just different looks and, uh, you know, pressure situations in a short amount of time. And uh, But we're not going to go as hard as we did yesterday. We, we had a pretty good practice yesterday, and, and I think we got a lot accomplished. Biggest thing is, you know, we want to have some fresh legs and be ready for any type of defense uh, that we may be facing because we faced about every kind of defense you've seen, you could imagine this season. Final question before we let you go, Head Coach Michael Green, uh, York Institute Dragonettes Basketball. Uh, Coach, I know you are big on putting the emphasis on you guys playing your game and feeling like that is how uh, you're going to win ball games in advance. But what are maybe some things, if you've seen anything uh, from White House Heritage, that you guys can maybe key on or attempt to counter? Uh, they've got uh, a number 13. She's... Uh... She does it. She does most of their score and a lot of their score. And from what I've seen so far, they play uh, a lot of man-to-man defense. Uh, you know, we're like a lot of games. You know, we're going we're going to try to pressure them and see if we can create some turnovers. And if we can't, uh, you know, we'll play possession basketball and and hopefully be smart offensively. But you know, we 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 pretty much won in every type of fast pace, slow pace, uh, versus zones, versus man, versus junk defense. You know, the, the thing I'm preaching now is it doesn't matter what it takes. You got to win no matter, no matter what the situation, no matter what's going on, you know, the end, the end game is to win that game that you're playing so we can move on. And, you know, that's going to be the focus for the next couple of days. The Dragonettes like the Dragons will host in the first round of the region tournament Friday night at 7 p.m. Head coach Michael Green with us there, and the Dragonettes look to bring home a region championship after winning the regular season district title, the district tournament title. Now it's just another step on their way back to Murfreesboro and the Glass House. This is the high school playbook. It's built by Mountain Barn Builders. We remain in District 5-2A as we go from Jamestown to Gainesboro, a trip the Dragons and Dragonettes made several times over the last several days. And we talk with not just head coach of the Lady Blue Devils, Jim Brown, but athletic director, Jim Brown. And of course, uh, Coach Brown having to not only play host for the district tournament, but obviously coach his team up. And he did a fantastic job of that, not unlike uh, Stone Memorial's Lady Panthers. They were in a precarious position a play-in game where they could be eliminated and see their season come to an end. Instead, they go two for three in games in the district tournament and set themselves up wonderfully as the three seed out of their district heading into the region. Coach Brown joining us now 
as the AD, I was just curious what the experience was like for you guys hosting the district tournament, uh, how you know how that went, the stress that goes into it, and uh, the fact that from everyone I talked to, it sort of went off without a hitch. Well, I'm I'm absolutely exhausted. I can tell you that. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's been been a lot of a lot of long days and, and nights. Uh, but uh, I mean, you, you know, I mean, we 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 try to do things the right way here, and, and you know, we we wanted to, to give everybody the best uh, best tournament atmosphere that that we possibly could. So we we worked really hard at it. But it, uh, you know, that as well as coaching team, it, it, it's been pretty difficult. Yeah, what is that? Uh, the sort of uniqueness of that experience. What is it like? You know, obviously being the AD for the school running the tournament, but also you know trying to make sure that your team and your girls and you as a coach are are prepared for the game that you have to coach and play in. You've got to have some pretty good time management. So uh, you, you know, I gave myself so much time to get to get things moved around in the gym and and, and runs to to get concession supplies and, and things like that. But, uh, but I made sure I had it done by a certain time where I could concentrate on, on watching film and, and getting ready for practice to, to have my team prepared as well. Well, certainly seems like you had your team prepared a, a two for three, uh, you know, a time there in the district tournament, you get a win over Monterey, you, you drop a semifinal to York who clearly is playing uh, at a level that, you know, we haven't seen from many people here recently. And of course a win, over Watertown. Let's take a quick look just back at that Monterey game, just right quick, 54-37. Uh, how great was it to to not only uh, be able to obviously get a win in that game, but to also, by doing that, guarantee yourself a couple more games and, and several more practices? Uh, well, I mean, it's huge. I mean, there's there's you know no such thing as a sure thing. And uh, you, you know, we we beat Monterey pretty handily the two times before, but uh, I mean it was a really close game. It's I think a two point game at the half, and it, it took us a while to, to separate from them. So uh, I mean, you know, it, it it would have definitely pretty much ruined our season had had we not been able to come away with that. So it's 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 good to be able to take care of business. <laughs> well, Monterey's boys did did uh, did do that. So certainly. Uh, the girls coming very close as well. You turn a corner. A couple days later, you take on a York team that, that as I mentioned, uh, is playing at a, at a level that very few teams here across the UC or really probably across the state uh, in 2A or any classification is playing at. What did what were they able to do uh, with you guys to make it a 60-26 to 26 game? Because it feels like that score not necessarily indicative of how competitive uh, you guys were with the Dragonettes. No, we we I agree. We we played played probably the best that we have uh, against them for for the entire game. Uh, uh, you know they, they they hurt us on the boards. They're, they're just so big, and then they got way too many second shots. And uh, and then they, they they simply shot the ball better than we did. We, we had some really good looks, especially early in that game that that we just couldn't get to, to go down. And and you know and it was just over the course of the game that they just you know gradually you know increased that lead more and more. Your team could have sort of rolled over a couple of days later. You know, consolation games are always one of those kind of weird situations where you're not playing for a title and you know you're already going to the region tournament regardless, and yet your team steps up with a 38-31 win over Watertown. How proud were you of your team's effort and what in the end was kind of the thing that took you guys over the hump there against them? 
Well, we we got to lead early and led, and led most of the game, and and uh, you know what, Watertown is a team we split with uh, during the regular season, and you know we we beat them down here the just as the last game of the regular season. But uh, uh, you know we had the early lead, and then uh, fourth quarter they they made a run, they cut it back to one, and uh, but I was really really proud that you know we kind of kept our composure. Uh, you know we've been in just a ton of close games it seems like this year, and. Uh, you know, the kids really didn't let it phase them. They, they could have just absolutely folded and let them come back and get the lead. But, uh, you know, we held on and, and then able to build, build the lead back up to to, to what it finished at. But uh, now that was a good win for us. Watertown's got a good team. What's the emphasis been for you guys yesterday, and what will it be today, tomorrow, uh, to get ready for the region tournament? Well, one is to kind of get rested back up and uh, – and make sure they're ready to go. And then we, we, we travel to Trialsville County on Friday night. It's a, it's a team that, that we've beaten twice already. And, and you know, the the last game here on January 29th, uh, you know, we defeated them pretty handily. So uh, just just not falling into that trap of, of overlooking them and, and, and thinking that you you beat them twice. I mean, it's, it's really difficult to beat people uh, – a third time, and uh, you know the game over there was in double overtime. So, so hopefully, uh, you know we'll be mature enough to to take this serious and, and and be able to play our best. What is it that Trousdale does that can uh, make the game go to double overtime and and make them such a difficult matchup for you guys? You know, they, they've got some shooters who are uh, a little bit inconsistent. So when they're on, they're they're pretty good, and and when they're not, then they have a hard time scoring. And uh, and so they, uh, they they made some shots over there, and, and we didn't shoot very well over there. And then uh, and then when we came back at our place, it was just the opposite. We shot pretty well, and, and they didn't. And you know it it just it got out to a big lead for us in, in a in, in a hurry. So uh, uh, you know hopefully we can play our best. I I feel I feel really good about it if, if we can play our our well, what we're capable of playing. Before I let you go, Coach, I, I, I do want to, to just ask, because you sort of mentioned it before we got started here, you, you're getting back from a region meeting at Liberty Creek. That's where the semifinals and the uh, finals will be hosted for you guys in your region. Uh, and you mentioned what, a, what an incredible and, be, and beautiful school it was. Uh, what really stood out to you as you, as you headed over there and, and took in the region meeting? Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a school that's uh, two years old. Uh, they're in Sumner County, just just outside of Gallatin. And I mean, when when you pull up, I mean, you you think you're on the, the campus of, of some small college. I mean, it's, it's it's big because they have the middle school there with it, and then they've got a huge uh, uh, indoor football practice field, and then their football field there, right above the school. And then uh, you know, of course, everything's just brand new, state of the art. Uh, so it's, uh, it's it's pretty impressive to to see. Uh, see something like that i uh you know been to a lot of schools but 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 haven't been the one that's uh, that new in quite some time head coach jim brown lady blue devils who uh you heard him there at the end talking about going to liberty creek what a beautiful school it is well liberty creek acting as the host of the region tournament and one can only hope that like York on the boys' side, a chance to eliminate Liberty Creek on Saturday night before they can get back home. The girls, I'm sure the Lady Blue Devils, the Dragonettes, among others, cheering for whoever it is that's taking on Liberty Creek in an attempt to eliminate them. 
Trousdale County on Friday night for the Lady Blue Devils. They're looking forward to that trip. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, this is the High School Playbook, and we stepped down a classification. Spent several segments now in classification 2A, specifically District 5. Now we'll go to District 7-1A and speak with head coach Matt Walker, the Lady Bulldogs of Clay County, who had an up-and-down season and certainly had kind of an up-and-down district tournament. But nonetheless, they are still alive as they now get set for the region tournament. And head coach Matt Walker, Coach Walker, joining us now. Uh, coach, I appreciate the time. You guys were, uh, you know, you, you did well enough this season. You closed out on such a great win streak. You're able to put yourselves in a position to get a bye and go into just a semifinal there uh, in the district tournament. I want to start there. A big win over a Clark Range team that obviously hasn't had the season they wanted but is still extremely talented and well-coached. What were you guys able to do to go out and get a near 10-point win uh, in a semifinal over such an incredible program? Well, you know, Clark Range, uh, they have had a really good season. And, uh, you know, if you look at their record, it's uh, it's a bit deceptive. And, and number one, just because of the strength of schedule they play, you know, they're playing the Stone Memorials and uh, the Oneidas and uh, uh, Cumberland Counties and Livingston Academies. You know, they're playing, uh, you know, probably one of the toughest schedules in, in all of single A. And, uh, you know, number two, they've been without, uh, you know, probably their best player, well, I would say, you know, maybe half of their losses. Um, you know, like any other single-A school, you take your best girl off, it, uh, it, it drastically, you know, hurts your chances. Uh, but it all starts in the defensive end. I thought we come out and guard them really well. Um, our girls got a lot of those 50-50 balls and, uh, and uh, you know, really, really locked in on the defensive side. What did it mean to you guys as a program to be able to close out the regular season so well that you not only put yourselves obviously in a situation where you're uh, you have a buy into a semifinal, but by doing so, you guarantee yourself three or four more games and of course, uh, you know, several more practices. Well, again, uh, a big chunk of our losses have been without uh, one of our better girls as well. Uh, we've been without a post player for. I think five of our eight losses, uh, you know, we got her back and that kind of coincided with our winning streak. You know, again, you take, take one player off a single-A school and it makes a, makes a huge, huge difference. Um, but we got her back, got her healthy, and uh, uh, plus the development of our younger girls, we got some freshmen and sophomores playing. And uh, at this time of the year, you know, they're not, uh, they're not young anymore. They've had, uh, you know, 26, 28 games of experience to, uh, to grow and develop. And uh, I just feel like we're peaking at the right time. Yeah, every coach will tell you you want to be playing your best basketball, uh, you know, this time of year. And you guys certainly look as if you are, even in a, uh, you know, a loss to Pickett County there in the championship game, 69-57, still a really, really competitive game against a really strong Lady Bobcats team. What did you like out of your team in that game? And what are just the little things that you learned from that game that you can carry forward into the region tournament? You know, Pickett, Pickett is so uh, so talented across the board, uh, so much offensive firepower. Uh, you know, we was down three going into the fourth quarter against them. And, uh, you know, we had some shots in that fourth quarter, and uh, they just made theirs, and we missed ours. And, 
you know, kind of got away from us a little bit late. We had to extend our defense, and uh, and uh, they kind of took advantage of that. But uh, through uh, three quarters, I think we gave them all he wanted. And, uh, uh, again, kind of credit to our defense. We had some girls step up and play, uh, uh, take away some of their better players, and then uh, some of the pickets other players stepped up and made plays as well. This time of year, a lot of coaches will also tell you, you know, it's it's a little bit of luck. It's it's finding a way to put yourself in a position where uh, you obviously get to host now in in, a, in the first round of the region. You guys welcome Merrill Hyde to Salina on Friday. Before we talk about the opponent itself, just how beneficial is it this time of year to earn yourself that extra home game? Well, you know, it's special for the kids. Um you know, to get to play one last game on their court. Hopefully, we you know, we play a region game on our court as well or a sub-state game on our court mm-hmm. as well. But uh, to have a guaranteed one last game on your home court, uh, I think the girls take a lot of pride. I think this is our fourth year in a row getting to host one, fourth year in a row uh, being in the district championship game. So that's something our kids took pride in as well about uh, making it back there and uh, getting to host this game. And it's also special for our, for our fans, you know, getting to – you know, drive five, ten minutes to a game versus an hour and a half. And, uh, um, you know, just hope to continue our success and, uh, and move on. Coming up on Friday, Merrill Hyde. Uh, obviously, this is where we start to reach a point where you're not playing somebody you're familiar with by ge- geographically, they're super close, or uh, in terms of district play. Have you gotten a chance to see anything out of Merrill Hyde? And if you have, kind of what are some things uh, that they do that you guys have to try to key on? Uh, not yet. We've uh, I rushed out to some schools this morning trying to get some film on them. Uh, but we did play them in this, this same game this time last year and, uh, you know, had some success. Uh, I'm sure they're much improved from where they was last year. I know their coach down there has done a great job with them. Um, watching them play last year, you can tell they're well coached. And, uh, um, yeah, we just hope to get some film today and kind of take it one game at a time. Up until today, we was focused on picket, and uh, now we're turning our attention to Merle Hyde. Turning their attention to Merle Hyde, indeed. Clay County Lady Bulldogs head coach Matt Walker joining us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Back inside the high school playbook, I'm Colin Castleberry, and if you guys think I can talk, let's turn now to a coach that, man, I could talk to all night about ball. He gave me so much good information, we had to split it into two segments because uh, i got to get a break in there somewhere, am I right? Head coach Mike Buck joins the program now, and I'll tell you what, folks, this is a team that is doing what you want to be doing, playing at, playing their best at the right time if you are Stone Memorial, right? Uh, an upset win over Cumberland County for you know the first time all season. Played White County to the wire, couldn't find a win there, but go into the consolation game and handle an Upperman team that was motivated after a loss to Livingston Academy, came out and punched Stone Memorial right in the gut. A 9-0 run to start this ball game. And head coach Mike Buck joining us now. They found a way to defeat Upperman. We'll talk about that game. But coach, we talked after the Cumberland County game. Uh, you know, you turn around, White County is White County, and certainly I want to concentrate on that, but a big-time win over Upperman uh, on Monday night. Uh, just why do you feel like your team is hitting their stride right now? We'll get into the specifics of each game in a moment, but just overall, what is it about this team that they're hitting their stride at the right moment? 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, you, what you said there is exactly right. I feel like we are playing our best right now. Um, I, I really feel like this group of girls really love each other, and they, they, uh, they enjoy, um, you know, being teammates and being sisters right now. And so um, I just feel like they just, they, they don't want it to end. You know, they want to make sure that they, um, that they just, just keep, you know, fighting and scratching and, and, uh, um, you know, trying to make as many solid memories as they possibly can before it ends. And so I, I just, I really feel like that's, that's a lot, has a lot to do with it. You know, I think they've, they've heard me tell them all year that you guys, you guys can be really good, be really good. And then, you know, if we just fight and compete and, and, they're starting to get it, you know, and plus I think our schedule has uh, prepared us for, for <laughs> these games. You know, as as we look back on the season, how many, uh, you know, this time of year, you know, all the district tournaments are happening. You know, you know, we went down the list last night of all the district champions that we were, that were on our schedule this year, you know, from two games with Cookville, uh, two games with York, uh, Pickett County, um, you know, Oak Ridge. Cleveland was on there, you know, obviously our normal league, brutal league schedule, but I just, our girls are, I think they're confident in that, you know, and they don't want it to end. And so I really feel like there's a, that has a lot to do with it. Well, it certainly isn't going to come to an end. I want to go back to Saturday because despite the fact that it is a loss, 60-48 to White County, you guys really clawed away at the at the deficit in that game a lot. You you played really, really tight there for a long, long time. What yeah. do you feel like your team was able to take out of that game? Good things they were able to do, things that they can grow and change, and obviously uh, seem to have a, a pretty direct impact on Monday night. Yeah, you know, we we had obviously come off of that uh, big emotional win the night before, physical, uh, challenging win, fighting for our lives out there against a really good Cumberland County team, and so. We knew, um, you know, obviously everybody knows how good White County is and, and uh, personnel-wise and how well-coached. Uh, and so we, when, we, uh, when we got there Saturday night, we, we, you know, we, we felt confident. We felt like we could get out there and get after it, you know. Um, but I really felt like we kind of – the physicality that they bring to the game, you know, along with, you know, you, know, you got to be on top of everything to, to compete with them. Um, I just felt like we kind of uh, – we started out and played playing well, and then kind of hit a wall a little bit, and then, um, you know, but like you said, we scratched and clawed and, and competed with them. I, uh, you know, it was a seven point game uh, with you know with three three or minutes or so left, and we had the ball three times, you know, with a seven point or seven point deficit, uh, you know, three possessions, and we just could not get that next bucket. You know, I really felt like had we been able to execute, you know, a little better in that moment. It was a minute 30 on the clock, and it was still a seven-point game. And so we just could not find a bucket there late in the game to kind of, I guess, get us over the hump in that one. But definitely proud of our girls for, for uh, you know, their competitive spirit, that's for sure. Well, I don't know that there's anybody out there that, you know, we just played three games in four nights, and we'll finish up, I guess, with Upperman in a second. But three games in four nights against uh, – you know, three top ten <laughs> teams. You know, in their classification, not sure anybody out there could could uh, and go two out of three with a chance for the for the third was uh, was pretty special. Oh yeah, no this this district. We've been saying it throughout this district tournament. It's just been proof uh, that this is the toughest girls district in the state of Tennessee. There's 
There's really no doubt of that after the way you've seen teams step up, upsets, you know, pull away in the end, such and yeah. so on and so forth. And and Upperman is a prime example of your team's competitive nature. This is, you know, Monday night, you've had some time to rest. You come out. Upperman's obviously coming off a loss on Saturday to Livingston that they were not a fan of by any stretch. Sure, um, sure. And they come out and they punch your team in the mouth. I mean, I think it was a 9-0 run to start the game for the Lady mm-hmm. Bees, and you guys kind of weather that storm. You battle back. You end up winning 47-39, but let's start right there at the beginning. What was the kind of the discussion in the huddle after you call a timeout and Upperman has gone on a 9-0 run to start that game and really kind of created such a physical punch in the gut to start off? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously not the, what we had drawn up. Uh, the the uh the ideal start for us, um, you know, a couple things. Upperman's so you know they're they're athletic, they're fast, they compete, they they uh, take advantage whenever you kind of fall asleep. And so we really felt like we we were shooting the ball early uh, on a few possessions. We always want to try to score early, but but not force. I felt like we were trying to force a few things early in the game, and which force shots lead to usually you know some some not good transition defense and so we we uh you know they outran us down the floor executed and then outran us down the floor a few times and, and got some easy stuff but really that time first time out was uh you know our my assistant coach coach Torino he he uh, uh he kind of made the statement in that in that first you know time out there was was really really this is how we're going to start this game off really this is how it's going to go tonight and it kind of just, you know, our girls, especially coming from him, he's done a really, he's, you know, our first year guy played for us here at Stone Memorial several years ago. He's really a solid, solid coach. And, um, and the girls love and respect him. And whenever he, you know, he stepped into the, to the huddle with those, those comments, I just kind of stood back and, you know, uh, that was really hitting home and resonating with them. And so, um, you know, it, it fired them up so that they came out and, and then started playing, you know, our style of basketball and trying to do things that we are good at and avoid some of those things that we're not very good at. And so, yeah, it, it was a, it was definitely a challenge. Um, and, and they responded to it, you know, brilliantly, I felt like. Head coach Mike Buckstone, Memorial Lady Panthers. When we come back, we'll finish up our interview with head coach Mike Buck because just too much good, rich information to have it in one segment. That'll be when we return on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We resume our interview with head coach Mike Buckstone, Memorial Lady Panthers. You're on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, coach. Something you and me talked about after that Cumberland County game that I think now through these next two games or those next two games you guys played really resonated. What has it been like as we've gone forward through this district tournament to see the uh, the ability to step up around Courtney Hedrick, right? We talk about Courtney a lot, and for good reason. She made the all-district tournament team. She's a spectacular uh, young lady and a player. But w- sure. what did you love to see out of some other people stepping up around her to, to pull off this two out of three in the district tournament? Yeah, I mean, I, the a few things, uh, you know, um, uh, a few guys really stepped up. I felt like Kaylee Waldo had a had a mm-hmm. really good tournament too. She she uh, um, you know she was uh, 
she contributed a lot, you know, on both ends and every aspect of the game, you know, defensively guarding some really good players as well. So uh, she, I thought, played really good. Uh, also, the, uh, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, the pressure that we were seeing from, um, from Upperman and Cumberland and all those guys was, uh, was, was pretty intense, obviously. And uh, I felt like Addison Howard and, and uh, Ashley um, Wittenberg did a really good job. Last night especially, they, they had a sense of calm about them out there on the floor under uh, some, some pretty intense you know, defensive pressure uh, that, that usually um, you know, uh, has, has the effect that Upperman, you know, the reason they do it, and the reason Cumberland does it, obviously, is they want people to turn the ball over and, and you know, the poise and the, the patience that, that uh, our two guards, Addison and, and Ashley, played with last night were, I was really, really excited to see that, you know. There comes a point when pressure doesn't work anymore. And so, meaning, you, you know, you're, you're, you understand what it is. You understand that there's always, whenever they're gambling, there's always going to be an open guy out there. Um, and talking about Coach Trino again, we spent time, you know, this past uh week you know, preparing for some of this pressure was that we would we would we would have him play uh, you know on offense and you know we would really pressure and trap and scramble around defensively throw a bunch of guys that are our at our guys um you know trapping us and all but he would always be out there on the floor and he was available at all times to be able to throw the ball to if you felt like you were under too much pressure you just had to find him and so we even in the game last night it was funny because Addy um she told me because my, our whole message was, you know, Coach Trino's open out there. You just got to find him. And so she told me as she was walking back on the floor late in the, late in the game last night, she said, Coach, keep, tell, keep telling us that. It's kind of it, – it, it's giving us some pretty, pretty good confidence, and it's relaxing whenever we hear that. So uh, that message of, you know, Coach Trino's open and he's out there to help you. Just, you just got to be able to find him. You know, I think that, that – uh, um, that, that really helped our girls, and I think those two, for sure, you know, handling that pressure and still getting us in our offense and, and making good decisions under that pressure, you know, was was critical for us to have success. Hey, Coach Mike Buckstone, Memorial Lady Panthers. Coach, I really appreciate the time. Uh, before I let you go, just real quick, you did mention right before we got on that you started watching some film. Murfreesboro Central Magnet, uh, the opponent on Friday night, is a really storied program. They've made several sub-state games uh, and runs deep in the postseason. What have you yep. seen from them already on film uh, that you guys are going to have to try to, to kind of concentrate or key on? Yeah, they've got, obviously, uh, um, one really, really good, talented player. Reminds me a lot of uh, um, Ellie Butler uh, in terms of being able to go score buckets at you know at will. Um, it's a really good team. They play hard and uh, really sound fundamentally. I haven't watched a ton of film, but uh, kind of in and out on about three games uh, so far, just to look personnel a little bit. Um, you know, kind of tendencies. Just, just you know, again briefly. But yeah, we'll definitely have our hands full there. They. Uh, they do a lot of things really good, it seems like. Um, you know, and, and, and like I said, she's uh, um, a, a really, really good player. I guess a David Lipscomb uh, signee. Um, so that, that's, you got to be a pretty good player to, to be able to uh, to be able to do that, be able to go there. So, um, 
Yeah, we'll have our hands full. The trip down there, the, the, the gym, well, I've never been in the gym. Um, in fact, I think it was a middle school when I was a player at NTSU. But um, but now it, uh, they say that the gymnasium is pretty acoustically, uh, uh, you know, right on. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a big crowd or a small crowd. I'm sure it'll be a big crowd there this Friday night. But it gets really loud in there. So um, hopefully we'll have some Stone Memorial fans down there because that acoustic doesn't work just for the home team. It works for whoever's making the noise. And so hopefully we'll be able to, um, you know, pack up several Lady Panther fans and, and uh, be able to go down there and make some noise of our own. But we'll definitely have our hands full. It's a good basketball team. That's for certain. That's for certain. Head coach Mike Buck, Stone Memorial Lady Panthers, as they prepare to travel for the region tournament coming up Friday night at 7 p.m. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Closing it out from inside the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you and want to remind everybody as we have closed out district tournaments and we head for region tournaments Friday night, 7 p.m. local time for whoever your favorite team is. Uh, Several teams still alive. It's girls action Friday, boys action Saturday, 7 p.m. each day. And we will have as much action as we can possibly put on the airwaves. We'll have Livingston Academy Friday and Saturday, Cookville Livingston, uh, Cookville Livingston, Cookville Friday and Saturday, and determining what our game of the week will be. I believe we're going to have Upperman at Tullahoma in girls' action on Friday night. But stay tuned uh, here to Sports Radio 104.7. Stay tuned to ucsportsnation.com as well as the UC Sports Nation Facebook and Twitter pages. We will get all of the updates out as soon as we possibly can. Most importantly, thank you to each and every one of you out there for listening as well as our guests. Wouldn't be able to do this, what I love, uh, without you guys, so I am so appreciative. Have a great night. Have a good day tomorrow. And I look forward to talking to all of you on Friday night as Livingston's Lady Wildcats take on Lawrence County in Overton County.